is a presentation of financial crisis recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome everybody. How are you doing this morning? Absolutely drop dead gorgeous morning. You gotta love it. I thought you were talking about your producer. Yeah, well, that leaves something to be desired there, Joe. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? Hey, if there's not snow in Minnesota, it's a great day. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that could snow this afternoon for all we know. Yeah, you just jinxed it. (laughs) Well, this morning, I have a wonderful young lady, Tiffany Larson, who is an extraordinary real estate agent. But moreover, she's a business person who has built a team. And we're going to be talking about the business of real estate. Uh, Not just so much about being a great real estate agent, but what it takes to be one, what it takes to be a business person in in an area where that is saturated, frankly, with a lot of people who are not business people. And uh, what what allows somebody to build a team, go beyond just a one person show and uh, be able to support uh, uh, and, and provide great customer service in the good times and the bad times. And this is all applicable in my mind to any business. And so that's, that's really what our, what our show is about. So look, you know, if you have any, you know, designs on getting into any business such as this, where you have this independence, and that would be relatable to being a mortgage broker, being an insurance agent, being a financial advisor, being a real estate agent. And I'm certain that there's more, but, uh, the way that you, you, you build that business is critical and it is it is every many people are drawn to the business because of the fact that you have this this wonderful freedom to control your own time however here's the problem if you're not the toughest boss you ever worked for chances are you're not going to make it so tiffany with that don't screw it up (laughs) 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 tiffany i have had i have had great admiration and I have, this has been a long time coming for yeah. you and I. Yeah. Um, I, I've wanted to have you on for a long time. I will tell you that I am drawn to strong women. Uh, I, I have great affinity for women who are, who are out there slugging it out and people and, and women who really make it happen. I, I was blessed with a mother like that. I've been blessed to be married to a woman like that. And I am, I am always, always on board when I see a woman who can just make things happen. And you are certainly that. You Thank are you. certainly that. Thank you. Uh, Tiffany is also, Tiffany, I also uh, happen to be in a in a networking business. Uh, I don't want to miss that opportunity, Absolute Connections. Uh, and we've got a lot of great business owners in there. But b- despite that or or beyond that, you, you really are uh, an amazing businesswoman. I've, I've seen you grow in the time that we've yeah, known one another. Absolutely. Um, you, you started out, you had a partner. Your partner's now retired, from what I understand. And uh, you have taken the business to the next level, and I've watched you do that. And that transition is a huge thing. So let's start off. I want to know a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up, okay, and how'd you yeah. get how'd you how'd you get from there to from there to here? I'm uh, I'm originally from the West Metro, so we we bounced around a lot. So graduated from Wyzetta, but uh, I cannot keep track of how many homes that we lived in. 
by the time I graduated. So all the way, all around Plymouth, Wyzetta, Minnetonk area. So, but, uh, so that's where I'm originally from. I left home when I was 18, joined the Air Force. <laughs> wow. So first, before, the Air Force, before, the world. before we jump to that, did you have any entrepreneurial, uh, you know, inklings when you were growing up? Did you have a Kool-Aid stand? Did you do anything? Did you ever think that you would be in business for yourself as opposed to being uh, working for someone for the rest of your life? The only thing I can remember that I guess I could relate to that is we moved um, from Buffalo to Plymouth at one point and I needed to make I needed to make a living. So I just went door to door knocking. I would do anything. I mean, mowing lawns, weeding gardens, uh, taking care of your kids, whatever. So uh, whatever came along, I was going to do How it. old were you when you were, when, that we're talking about here? Uh, 15. Wow. 15. Yeah. Well, Worked on an organic farm when I was 14. So I've been working since I was 14, picking vegetables. It was an awful job, an awful job. <laughs> But, you know, very important, I think. I, I think the youth needs to have that manual labor. Physical super, manual labor, yes. Super important, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and, and listen, folks, I hear parents trying to shelter their kids from this stuff, and it is the biggest mistake. Physical labor, actually putting your kids to work, the earlier the better, is yeah. always proves to be best. I, you know, Tiffany, I interview people in, in on the show, a lot of which are, are uh, pretty successful. And it almost without exception, every one of them started working early and had had jobs like well, you're it establishes about. that that foundation of of work ethic. Yeah, and, you know, I was raised with five kids in my family, and there was no differentiation between the boys and the girls. We all did everything. So I just think that's important. My boys do now. You know, I ra- I uh, my so my first job was nannying three boys. <laughs> I tell you what, that was a handful. <laughs> so, but yeah, I probably had four different jobs by the time I graduated from high school. So yeah, just it's in my blood to work. Very good, mm-hmm. very good, and and not afraid of work. So, so eighteen, you joined the U.S. military, the Air Force. Now that to, that <laughs> is very impressive to me. I I have great love and affection for everyone who honorably serves in our country's military. So this. In and of itself, I could do two shows on this alone because I'm so I, I'm so impressed. But 18, 18, 18 that's something. So yeah. what what brought you to that point that quickly? So I'm assuming right after high school you went into the into the Air Force. Yeah, I was actually signed up to go into the Air Force at 17. Um, wow. Yeah. So well, we had five kids, like I said earlier. And my you know my father was in the military. My my grandfather was in the military. So there was I was no stranger to a background. Um, my grandfather was Army Air Corps, so before it even became the Air Force. And so um, I was just sort of enamored by that. And um, I needed a path. I needed college education. I needed to figure out uh, how I was going to set a foundation for my future. And I was really interested and, and excited about the Air Force. So I, I signed up at 17 and was in by August of uh my graduating year. So the delayed entry program. It eh? was. Yep. <laughs> Never forget MEPS. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so where did, where did you go? Where'd you go to basic training? Um, down in San Antonio, Texas, in the heat of the, uh, the summer, August. <laughs> it's not the place quite to a, be. Quite a transition, huh? <laughs> man, oh man. Yeah. And, and so what did you do in the military? Yeah. And then nine and a half months uh, in Biloxi, Mississippi, Learning, um, there's another from, culture shock. Yeah. Oh, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I went from uh, learning what a simple circuit was, a switch and a, and a light and, and wires, to reading a 23-page schematics on our radar system. So I was so afraid of washing out and going back home and, and putting my hat in my hand and telling my dad I'd failed. I did not want to do that for and, and any level. Uh, that I studied so hard. Everybody washed out of the radar unit. I'll never forget that. And I studied so hard that still today, if I close my eyes, I can see portions of the schematics. <laughs> that is not a joke. And that's well, what I was back in. Well, do I say? No, I'm not even. Yeah. <laughs> 1990. A while ago. <laughs> Long time ago. A while ago. But that th- so, that is so impressive. So, so, so everybody who was in the class washed out. Is that what you're saying? No, but you know, that was, that was the point where if you were going to wash out, that's it was going to happen. Did. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it, so, and that was a field that you, it was all forward to you until yeah. you went in there. Yeah. Uh, interesting that's kind of the way my life has gone just sort of stick a toe in the water and then dive in it's just well, you know yeah so what would you what would you say um wh- how long were you in the military eight years eight years wow so you re-upped right? yes right? yep you i was re-enlisted. having the time of my life where were you stationed after biloxi I got, uh, so you immediately went to a training base so fairchild air force base washington was a training base we had b-52s and we had um, uh, KC 135s. And then that was back when it was SAC, TAC, and MAC. And then uh, then they moved the bombers out. And then we changed to uh, AMC and ACC. So we were an Air Mobility Command did the whole, base. Was the whole bomber squadron there? Or did they? was there another base that they met up from? Well, there were several around the globe, of course. But there was a bomber squadron there, B-52s. And they ended up leaving. I don't remember where they went to. But we became... a uh, Mobility base. So I worked uh, with um, KC 135s and we did, you know, equipment and troop movements and then we would ferry jets and we supported things like the no fly zone. Um, my, my era was uh, Operation Desert Storm. Um, and so there was a lot of rebuilding that was going on after the war, you can imagine. And so um, we, I ended up traveling all over the world with the, with the tankers, um, either as a, Either as a radio technician, I was I fixed radio navigation equipment, or I sometimes went as a crew chief. So, I mean, talk about exciting. I'm, right. you know, I'm 19, 20, 21 years old, and I'm traveling Greece and Italy and Korea and Japan and Germany. And, I mean, it was just fantastic. Well, and the Air Force refueling in mid-flight, we were the first in the world to do that, and maybe still are, actually. It is it, so fun to watch. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a thread the needle, man. Yeah, Unbelievable. Exactly. Unbelievable. So, so after eight years, um, yeah. what, what caused you? Because, you know, once you go, once you go one hitch, you go one past one hitch, you're not a one and done and out. Mm-hmm. It, it, it occurs to you that you might make a career out of this. Yeah, so, so, so there was this crossroads, right? So I could have gone, uh, I was looking at officer candidate school, uh, at this point now, I'm in college. I'm doing good in college, and uh, I was, was going to say you're you're attending college classes while you're in the military. While right? I'm in the military, yeah, yeah. yep. And and <clears throat> then uh, I was looking at uh, Office of Special Investigations, looking at some undercover uh, surveillance stuff, and then I was looking. I mean, but like you said, crossroads, right? So if I sign up again, I'm at 12 years, which is over the halfway mark, right? And but the economy was so good in '98. I don't know if you remember, but it I was, do. I was being. Um, it was the internet craze back then. It was when everybody was throwing money around. I remember very well. 
Yeah. Yeah. So did you get, did you, when you re up the first time, did you get a good bonus? No. No. Give us, matter no. of fact, they were paying people to get out. Is that right? Right. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah, they were giving, a, well, Without going down a political road here, that was yeah. that was kind of tough. We had we had huge investment bonuses when I was in, but that's so so. You were at this crossroads, and you were thinking what? Um, officer candidate school, meaning that folks who don't know that's the training to become an officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you have a college degree, then you go to OCS, and and they try to figure out if you can lead people or not. Right. So so from there, what happened? Well, I was getting recruited by companies like uh, Caterpillar, um, Siemens Building Technologies. Uh, they're high-tech companies, and they were having job fairs. I was stationed in Hawaii at the time. They were having a lot of job fairs there. And I just, you know, I I, I got an offer I couldn't refuse. And, and you know, there's, there's something to be said, folks, for this. Um, when you get into the military and you get into any technical areas, people... Companies, corporations love to hire military people. Right, love them. And for a lot of the folks who 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 continue on and retire, and when Tiffany said she's halfway there at twelve, generally we all just think about twenty years, and then you get your retirement. Most people who stay in really probably don't retire after twenty years, but nevertheless, you can. And when those folks get out. They are recruited so heavily, especially by like defense contractors and things, and they make big money when they get out. So you were recruited by some pretty good companies, and apparently that drew you away after eight years. Right. All right. So having said that, looking back now, what was your major takeaway from, from being in the military? What were the things that were salient points that are still with you today that you learned in the military? I always say, and I don't know if this is exactly what you were getting at, but I always say that when you leave home, uh, and you leave everything and everyone that knew you behind you. You have an opportunity to present yourself with everything that you learned and who you are today. So what happens in the military is about every, I would say about every four years, it was a major change that occurred, right? So whenever I moved forward to the next base or the next job, um, I, I was a new person. I was a, I, I, I was a reinvented person, if you will, because I knew I was gleaning, gleaning the experiences that I had from those last four years for, you know, so to speak. And so what happens is you just grow at a really fast rate and you become independent and you learn to surround yourself with people that are pretty great, actually. You also have an opportunity with a new group of people to reinvent yourself. And of course, in the military, reputation is everything. 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 Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, job... Uh, high level of ethics and integrity. Um, You don't have time to be making bad decisions and you don't have time to be putting your reputation on the line when you're in the military and it will ruin, it will ruin your life. So um, I think integrity, I don't know if it's something I was born with or I learned, um, but that that's huge. And you know, they also, you learn (laughs) interesting. I was fixing airplanes for goodness sakes. I had never done that before I went in. They got an 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old sitting there dealing with a multi-billion dollar machine, right? Right. That's flying. (laughs) Scary. Right. And if you think about it, um, I, if I was ever stumped on anything, there was always this tech manual I could go to. And at the most micro level, it was broken down into step one, step two, step three, step three, A, B, C, Right. And so what I learned from that is um, you always have a fallback of a place where you where you can um, go to where there's a proven methodology of how to get 
the job done. And so I would say that is probably what I took home with me the most is that quality management and those those processes that you have to follow that I've now brought into my business today. Fabulous. And I that's that's a great point because the thing that I learned in the military is they they take in terms of detail, they take nothing for granted. Nothing. The reason but they can't. That, right. The reason they teach you to to fold your underwear properly is because they don't want to leave anything to chance. And too often in the outside world, communication is lost. Two people hear two different things when one thing is said, and it goes sideways. And when you're in the military, you're trained that you do not allow those things to happen. And it's designed so that when if you if you take one person and remove them from that organization, it can quickly recover very fast and be efficient and effective again, right? Right, which is very much most certainly relatable to the business you've built today, which we're going to talk about when we come back. We're going to take a break here. We are with Tiffany Larson. Tiffany is an extraordinary real estate agent, but moreover, she's built a team and a company that provides unbelievable customer service and, and support to the people she works with. And that, to me, is really more important than almost anything because that that's taking it to the next level. That's what she's done. She's extraordinary. Come on back and let's listen to her tell her story. We'll be back in just a moment. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to HomeRentalSystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-462 for a free consultation. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars.
dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels & Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21.com. Hello, I'm Tiffany Larson with the Guiding You Williams Classic Realty, and I'm a problem solver. In fact, I have been solving people's real estate problems for over 13 years. People come to me with problems like, I am nervous about buying my first home. Can I even afford to make a move? I'm running out of space, but I'm afraid I'll be homeless if my home sells too fast. I don't have time to handle my mother's estate. Where do I begin? We have solutions. Call the Guiding You Home team today at 763-300-3170 or look us up at guidingyouhome.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. So we are here with Tiffany Larson with Keller Williams Realty. She's uh outstanding, extraordinary businesswoman. Uh, not just a, not just a, a real estate agent, but uh, an extraordinary businesswoman. That's really what we want to talk about. Tiffany, uh, I we're talking at the break, and I just want to say this because I think it's always meaningful. Your mother passed away at a young age. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you were just a little girl at seven. the time, seven years old. That's yeah. that has a dramatic impact. And I expect that 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 when you're young and you have, you know, that many brothers and sisters, it, it you immediately have to take on a new level of responsibility and more is expected of you. Right. Just, I, you know, I, I think about especially when I was raising my own kids, what I was doing at seven years old, six years old, five years old. And it's. Yeah, we have a high level of responsibility. It's hard to believe, you know, it's hard to believe it. I I understand exactly. You know, I grew up on a a farm driving trucks and tractors. And I think about, I thought about my kids at that age and the idea that they would be doing those things. It's almost frightening. Right. Right. You know, and I remember changing my, my, my brother and sister's diapers, you know, when I was frankly just barely out of diapers myself, you know, and, and that responsibility, but that resonates through your life. It yeah. does. And you and you take things on without any reservation when you've been stuck in situations that you're not you're probably not prepared for. You don't necessarily know how to do, but you figure it out. And having that 
having that in your early childhood, I have to believe, has a big impact. You were also brought up in a family where multi-generational was yeah. around you, right? Yeah, so my dad remarried, and uh, so my grandparents lived with us for until they passed, actually. So for my entire life, we had grandma and grandpa living in our home. Which yeah. is which is a great thing because there's there's support, but you also get a feel for the past that if you don't have that, you never have that connection, right? My dad used to always tease me because my grandma and I would talk for hours. I mean, she was just an amazing lady. She was 99 and a half when she passed away. Oh, my. And I was as close to her the day she passed away as I ever was. So she, she was just an amazing lady and would well tell stories about they were from Norway. And so Germany occupied Norway. And the stories that we were able to hear from her about growing up in that environment, they saved everything. They reused everything. They, I don't know. She's just an amazing Always fearful the things would go away. I mean, because they had lived through that. that, Well, they had nothing. Right. You know, so Germans took it all. So, all right. So you, you had, you got out of the military and you were heavily, heavily recruited by a lot of different companies. And it looks like, uh, from what I can see here, you wound up going with Siemens. Um, (laughs) I'll never forget that. So talk about fake it till you make it right. (laughs) I said, I threw myself into, so I'm in, I'm in a, uh, interview pool with, I mean, there's hundreds of men that majority of them were from the Navy because they were recruiting for high, highly technical jobs. And so I remember being like, I think, one of the only women in the room. And uh, I go in for the interview and they had they had run us all into this into a room where they talked about their company vision and mission and all of that and who we are. And and one of the things they talked about was our quality principles. We focus on customer satisfaction. We grow, we focus on growth and profitability. I mean, um, a customer satisfaction and employees, and in doing so, growth and profitability just happens, right? If you focus on the things that are most important. So I remember going into the interview, and I I asked the the gentleman that was interviewing me, the recruiter. I said, "So is is this actually the way that you guys operate, or is this just a plaque that's on the wall?" Which probably wasn't the most popular question to ask in an interview. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was pretty honest, but, but I was I, I audacious, really, I would say I, what I, I really didn't have anything to lose at this point. You know, I mean, let's just get real. So uh, they immediately uh, had me talking to the, the head of the quality department in Chicago. And so um, the, all of a sudden this whirlwind happened. So I've got a telecom, a tele uh, conference set up with the head of department. And I I quickly whipped out my quality manage, manual that I had. I learned about quality in the Air Force, so quickly whipped out that manual and wrote down a couple good questions and took the phone call and and next thing you know, I'm being flown to Chicago for a face to face interview and i I left uh, Minneapolis, flew to Chicago, took on a job there, stayed in a hotel for I think a month while I got situated um and then here we go. Don't know a single soul there, and I'm taking on a job in an industry I know nothing about and in an area that quite frankly. I don't really know how much I knew about it, uh, you know, and so I, I just learned. I learned every single day. I just dug my heels in. I did all the research I needed to get to know what I needed to know. And isn't that really what life is all about? Is like, I mean, every day we're we're throwing curveballs and uh, you just have to wing it sometimes. You just have to go for it and just pray that the Lord Almighty is going to take you down the right path. And and I think he did. Um so I mean, next thing you know, eight years later, I'm I'm still 
you know, I was with the company for eight years and it grew and grew and grew. You, so. you are, you are bringing up whether you know it or not inadvertently uh, a, a point that I make repeatedly, which is that when you're put, when you're put into uncomfortable situations where you know, you can fail, you learn at an accelerated pace sure and you, you as an individual become more as a result. And the natural human desire or, or, or condition for most people is that they avoid that like the plague. They want to get to a point where everything is comfortable. There's no surprise and then they stay there for life and they never grow. The people who succeed are continually in positions that they are fearful of failing and they rise to the challenge and they grow and well, succeed. And, and it's interesting that you say that because I think the fear of failure is exactly what's propelled me uh, every single step of the way is failure was not an, what was I going to do? Move back to Minneapolis? Right. Move into my parents' basement? I mean, that wasn't going to happen. So I had to figure out how to succeed now that I've taken this on. Yes. And you, and, and, and the more times that you do that, that you're put into that environment where you could fail, the more comfortable it becomes being uncomfortable. You get to the point where you know you can figure it out one way or the other. And that's impressive. It's a, it's a statement about you, but it's a statement about people in life too. It is. So how was your experience with Siemens? Overall, how long were you with them? What was that about? What you know, was that like? So I start. I started. <laughs> they put me in the hot seat right away. Uh, I met with the with the senior director, and, and uh, they really had no job description for me. So they said we have three locations that their profitability is not desirable, and their customer satisfaction was in the tank. And they said go fix it. <laughs> and th- that was the direction how, how I was old, given. How old were you at that time? Twenty eight. Go fix it. Go fix it. <laughs> That was literally the direction this is a, I was This given. is a massive company and you're 28. Go fix it. <laughs> Go fix it. So I asked them, I said, who, who in this company has the, the, the benchmark? Who, who is it that we're, we're rising Trying to, to emulate. Absolutely. Right. So they told me it was, uh, can I say the locations? Sure. It was Chesapeake. So, okay. so I, I asked them permission. Can I go to Chesapeake then? So I spent time out in Chesapeake speaking with everybody that you can think of to ask them how how is it you're successful and then to obviously try and pull that into other parts of the country so um i started out uh in uh, going out to to denver a lot and we were out there visiting with their key clients um and so that's what i did i met i met with uh you know the well i'm just gonna say i will leave leave them nameless but i i met with all several key clients and uh, started pulling in information Met with the director of sales, director of customer service operations, the regional directors, all of those people, all the way across the board, to pull information. And then what I figured out is this wasn't rocket science. There was clear trends that were occurring uh, the more questions you were asking. And most of the time, it broke down to uh, communication. And I, I, what I found out is that if you put in place clear lines of communication between the parties, and especially when when your operation was being handed off from systems to service and operations, um, that's where you had kind of the biggest breakdown, I think. And then the other thing that I learned about human beings is that uh, it also came down to ego. So you really had to check your ego at the door and be very humbled to say, what is it that you need from us? How can we improve? And I, I do that in my business every single day because the, one of the analogies I use is everybody has two eyes, a nose, and a mouth, and two ears. But no two people look the same. If you look at a room full of people, unless they're twins, of course, but, right? 
And so that's the same as our business right now is there are no two transactions that are exactly the same. So you have to be able to quickly shift directions. You have to be able to to um, focus specifically in on what that client's needs are and how you're going to meet them, right? And you have to be able to pull your experiences in with that as well. Interesting. And learn from what you learn from each one of them. So, so I, I've, ta- I've taken some, a few things here. First, first point that you made, which I thought was excellent. And that is modeling. You know, for those of you out there, when you want to succeed, you find a model and you, and you study it to see what are the elements and what are the metrics that are being used to measure it. And then you emulate that right. and you put systems in place to, to, to ensure that that takes place and that you can, you can, you don't lose track of it. And that was happening way back when I was in the service and is still happening today. So it's, it's been the, the underlying foundation for how I've grown. It's an interesting thing in that um, the real estate industry is experiencing this issue with, you know, decreased commissions as being the big big motivator to, to get people to list their houses. (laughs) And I think it's such nonsense. You know, we, we talk about this all the time and that people walk over a dollar to save a nickel because they're so innately cheap and thrifty that they can't see the value in things overall. But, it, it it when i when i think about you know the value of of getting into any of these professions that i talked about previously the value of getting around somebody who is already succeeding and doing it the way you want to do it and modeling is the fastest path to success well you you uh, anybody can sell a home in this market right i mean i'm not <laughs> yeah Stick a sign in the yard, put it on the market. You've got 15 buyers, right? Right. I mean, come on. Right. You might even get multiple offers. But um, I think the I think that's one of the mistakes that people make in this market is they're they're trying to look for the guy or the gal or the company that is going to sell it for the least amount of money because they're so focused on what your what your paycheck is that what they're missing is people don't negotiate in one thousands and two thousands in real estate they negotiate in fives and tens and twenty thousands right so when we meet with our clients we're focusing on if you put a little in you can get exponentially more out right we're, we're talking 10 20 thirty thousand dollars more and that's what we always your... want to know we want to know if we put the money in will we see a return on the other side absolutely right? absolutely and some people are selling these assets because their livelihood is tied up in these assets and they need to live off of that money for the rest of their life even. Right. So um, there's an analogy uh, of why would you hire a med student to perform open heart surgery? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, this is open heart surgery for your one of your largest financial assets, as you know. Yep. And that's why you can't drop the ball. That's why yeah. That's why you can't drop the ball. When you have people who can, get, who can enter an industry with with very little resistance, meaning it doesn't take much to become a real estate agent. And you hire people who are handling a big transaction like that, who frankly don't have a clue what they're doing. That's a big deal. So someone's selling a six-figure product, right? Right. I don't know, one, two, three hundred thousand dollars. It doesn't matter. And by the way, it doesn't matter to us. Uh, no matter what your price point is, I, I work with a lot of first time home buyers, a lot. We do seminars every single month on, uh, focused on first time home buyers because we don't want them to make mistakes with their absolute most Because whatever the assets. number is for their home, it's everything it's, to them. It's, as a matter of fact, some of the ones that are entering into the market who are in the $200,000 or less price point, 
every dime matters to them versus somebody who might be having a lot more freedom with their with their right. money and have a lot more money. Absolutely. And the real point is is that first I want to I want to make the this primary point which is that the value in being in a business like this. Don't don't be don't be a, don't be thinking like a forgive me dumb dumb consumer in that if you're going to become a real estate agent you think the way that you're going to succeed is by working in such a way where you give everybody uh, the ability to pay less in commissions and that's going to get you more business. That's just nonsense. The reality is that if if my son or daughter were entering a field, I would want them immediately this would be the most important thing to be aligned with someone like Tiffany where they could learn and and learn at that accelerated pace so that they could be they could see in front of them personified what success looks like so that they could become accustomed to, to doing things in that way. I actually, Jason is another guy, you know, from the radio show before I, that's where I sent my kid. And I, and, and I know that when people come to work for you, Tiffany, they are learning and the value of that education is unbelievable. They're getting paid to learn. I don't care how little money they're making. They're getting paid to learn. And what would you have to pay for that if you went to school? We got to take another break here. We'll be back with Tiffany Larson. Uh, she is an extraordinary businesswoman who just happens to be in the real estate industry. We will be right back. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels and Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21.com. 
If you're in a financially challenged situation or want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. My name is Todd Rooker. When you want information on today's most pressing economic and financial pressures, who do you talk to? There are attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, and real estate agents. Everyone has a different opinion, and these professionals do not always work well together. It's not enough to find an expert in one area. You need a comprehensive approach that addresses all of your concerns and enables you to create an overall plan. I have over 20 years' experience in this highly specialized field, and it is my job to work with all of the professionals previously mentioned and know much of what they know, allowing me to provide you with a cohesive and unbiased strategy that addresses everything related to your situation. I will help you to strategically plan for a financial crisis, minimize the damage, recover quickly, and most importantly, help ensure that you're never here again. You have a lot more options than you think, but don't waste time. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. That number again, 763-559-3800. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Hello, I'm Tiffany Larson with the Guiding You Home Team at Keller Williams Classic Realty, and I'm a problem solver. In fact, I have been solving people's real estate problems for over 13 years. People come to me with problems like, I am nervous about buying my first home. Can I even afford to make a move? I'm running out of space, but I'm afraid I'll be homeless if my home sells too fast. I don't have time to handle my mother's estate. Where do I begin? We have solutions. Call the Guiding You Home team today at 763-300-3170 or look us up at guidingyouhome.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. It's just so hard to interrupt our music, man. Yeah, what are you talking for? What's she talking about? Notice, folks, for the most part, we got Bon Scott. Because we like the old stuff, man. <laughs> the old ACDC. What a tragedy. We are back with Tiffany Larson uh, uh, from the Guiding You Home team. She is really an extraordinary business person. I hope that you're getting... You should be a lot out of what we're talking about here, uh, because I think I think that the the points and the lessons are profound. So how long did you stay with Siemens uh, and uh, just try to round up that experience? Yeah, I was there for eight years. So started out. Uh, we were uh, Landis and Stafa got bought out by Siemens. We're doing a lot of uh uh, trying to Siemens grows a lot through mergers and acquisitions. So we were trying to make sure that there was continuity in the face that we had to our clients. And so that was a big part of my job, traveling all around the world. And uh, what ended up happening was uh, I ended up becoming the troubleshooter for the company. So if a if a client was dissatisfied or had any issues that they didn't seem to be able to, to solve on a local level, they would call me and have me come in and start the interview process with that client and find out really what was going on. Well, that became um, just kind of a global thing. We brought on... Uh, more um, more companies 
and then they broke them up into pillars and and uh, so anyway yeah and your so job I, was to have this type of consistency that you've been working on translate into the new acquisitions right and so what i did is since i noticed that there was a lot of trends that i that i would see going all over the country then i had somebody follow me around i started creating some classes ended up being like an eight-hour class so when i was there working with them anyway i would i would teach as well uh quality principles best way, best way to learn is to teach loyalty. there's another one of those yep. lessons yeah and so they uh they uh had somebody follow me around and document my teaching and we started developing a course so um that they ended up with a documented process right so when we go back to again when a, I was in the a, Air Force. A duplicatable. Duplicatable, documented process again, yeah. Very, very good. So so now let's move into your current profession. Yeah. What brought you into the real estate industry, God forbid? What yeah. brought you into this industry? Yeah. Remember that hard knocks thing, like just dive in? Yeah. yeah that, that's what happened. So um, I was working in Chicago, living in Minneapolis, and uh, we had an opportunity to invest in real estate. And if you remember back in 19... 19- 90, well, would, it, would that have been 2005, 2004, 5? I mean, what was happening in the housing market? It was crazy. Right. It was the highest it's ever been. Um, it's, it almost feel like today where you could sell a house overnight in your sleep. And uh, so my husband and I invested with a builder to do some infills in Minneapolis. And uh, sad to say, do I, I don't even know if I can say this on the air, but it was a bad investment. It was a... Um, a builder who was uh, defrauding their investors. They were playing Ponzi schemes and borrowing from Peter to pay Paul and actually delivering building materials onto uh, sites and then stealing them and then putting them on other sites and forging lien waivers and all that. And of course, I did not know that when I invested in the company and I knew nothing about real estate, but I knew I wanted to protect my assets. So I said, I'll get licensed and then I'll help you sell some of these homes so that my investment can be protected uh-huh. and i had no idea what was going on taking control right yeah so i ended up getting uh licensed and uh and this was just to ensure the success of your own personal investment yes all right okay yeah so talk about school of hard knocks right i mean i'm really good at protecting my clients who are building new construction because of the fact that when i got into it i learned everything that you're not supposed to do through having to actually sue this builder so um, but that was back then, and there was a lot of funny things going on in the market back then, unethical things. Um, so much so, money flying around. Oh, my gosh. Well, yep. you know, and that, that makes people act crazy. Crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So so that's what got me licensed. And then um, I, my son, I have two, two children now, but I, I got pregnant with my boy, and I did not want to keep traveling around uh, the globe and so I wanted to move back to Minneapolis. So I had this real estate license and decided to make a go of it um, so wow. that I could, yeah, so that I could have all the flexibility to stay at home with my son, which actually I worked more hours in real estate. I bet there were, there were days I was putting in 19 hour days comfortably just to get this thing off the ground. Um, because if you remember, the economy was tanking back then. So I had to just paddle my way up upstream, so, if you will. So tech. Technically, you started in real estate at the categorically worst possible time you yes, could have started. I, yes, I did. Yeah. And I'm here. I'm here. So, But you know what? I wouldn't do it any other way because in starting out that way, I had to, I had to 
really for every single client i had to work so hard and to be able to get them either into a home or to be able to sell a home depending on what was going on i mean if you remember the government intervention oh. in the market like the, one day you you would you would be able to sell five homes in a day and the next day because their programs were dropping off you couldn't give away a listing that you had and you had to figure out how to make a living and, in this and, market. And, and no seller was ever happy because their homes were worth vastly less than what they what they were just earlier. And it was getting worse all the time. And all it was was how big a loss are you going to take? And, and am I just going to follow me for the rest of my life? And we became short sale specialists as well. So right. I know how to deal with that foreclosure market, which still happens today. People have hardships every day. And to understand how to make sure that they don't have to live with that for the rest of their life. Just the other day, I had a client that 10 years ago, she said, I'll never forget the day you sat down with me and told me that it's going to take me 10 years in order to be right side up. And I, it would have taken me 10 years in order to be right side up. So, but we learned, we learned um, through trial and error. We learned through success and failures. We learned through uh, surrounding ourselves with people that were way better at it than we were. And then figuring out how to, Elevate your game to that level. Amen. Yep. <clears throat> and 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 the you know and the and the and the thing um, we're gonna have to take another break here. I'm sorry to say, the the main thing is that is that the and the thing that I think distinguishes you is that you have distinct processes in the way that you handle your clients and customers, and they and that even now with the number of people that you have working in your organization that translates throughout from start to finish, regardless of if, if it's a client selling a million dollar home or a $200,000 home, that process, one that can be depended upon and the way that they are treated and handled with their most important asset just follows through regardless. Right. And, and that's military training and the whole thing, right? And we, yes. And we have an amazing team. I, I love every person that is on our team and they're, they cut in their heart. They are, they are there to serve our clients and what we get out of it at the end of the day comes secondary to making sure that at the end of the day, they just want to give us a big old hug. Well, I'm sure with, with, with Siemens in, in that when you went into these organizations, you had to very quickly assess if, if they were the right person, if they were doing things right, where it was falling off. And I suspect in the hiring and bringing on people into your own personal company, you've used those, those things, those tools to find the right people. We're going to take another break here with Tiffany Larson. She is the, she is, uh, the, the real estate agent who is a business person at her core. The, the, Things that we're talking about here, folks, are applicable or applicable to any business, and you need to listen very carefully to the things that have been said here, because I think Tiffany is not only an extraordinary real estate agent, but as I've said, she's an extraordinary business person, and I am honored to have her on. We're going to be right back with Tiffany Larson. Hello, I'm Tiffany Larson with the Guiding You Home Team at Keller Williams Classic Realty, and I'm a problem solver. In fact, I have been solving people's real estate problems for over 13 years. People come to me with problems like, I am nervous about buying my first home. Can I even afford to make a move? I'm running out of space, but I'm afraid I'll be homeless if my home sells too fast. I don't have time to handle my mother's estate. Where do I begin? We have solutions. 
Call the Guiding You Home team today at 763-300-3170 or look us up at guidingyouhome.com. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4626 for a free consultation. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer-for-life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to HomeRentalSystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, we are back with <laughs> Tiffany Larson with the Leading You Home Team. Guiding You, guiding home, you home Team. team. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, we you got your commercial, so I can't screw it up. <laughs> guiding, guiding. Guiding. So, so, so the, the, uh, the, the processes, the consistency of uh, that you learned in other businesses that you're applying here, uh, we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, when you're, when you're a one person show, you, you don't get to leave. No. So those 19 hours you're talking about, it's not like you were a workaholic. It's a necessity because right. people expect, they don't really care what your problem is. Their home is being sold and this is the most important thing in the world to them, or they're buying a home and their kids are going to have to go to school here in a matter of weeks. And by God, where are you? Well, if you're thinking about it, at the rate that things are moving today, consumers have at their fingertips all of the information as far as they know homes that are hitting the market before I do sometimes because I might be in a meeting with you, Todd, right? And I don't know that. So right. 
So uh, the, we always make sure that our our business model is that we have a very transparent business. Uh, everybody on the team has access to the information for our clients. And there's always at least two agents that are assigned to every buyer. So that if today I'm here on the radio today and I have a buyer that needs to go see a property, uh, Neil or Corey or one of the other agents on my team can go show those homes for me. And, and in a home where they're having multiple offers, you don't really care what I'm doing, right? You, right. you just want to make sure that you're able to get in and, uh, and, and get what you need. So there's no drop-off. No drop-off. And we've also, no drop-off ever. And we've also um, aligned ourselves with just great resources. So whether it be staging, photography, marketing, you know, I've been doing this a long time. And we have the best of the best. We have the best inspectors. We have the best contractors. And you mentioned earlier, as far as, you know, I've built my business through networking. Right. Literally been in networking for 13 years. And I know the best contractors. I know the best dog walkers. I know the best of the best in the business because I've seen them succeed and I've seen the ones that don't succeed. And they, of course, get taken off my list real quick. Very good. Very good. You know, the the, folks, the, the, the quality control, the application of business principles is consistent in business regardless of what the business is, what the product or the service is. Tiffany, you are an extraordinary woman. Thank you. You, uh, you are. I mean, you are. And, and you can feel it. You know, we have other women here, uh, but you're one of those big, big, big shots. You're, you're great. What? Give me your contact information before we go. So you can find us at guidingyouhome.com or call me on my cell at 763-300-3170. There you go. Bringing you the best of the best. Tiffany is a slugger. You want somebody representing you, she's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500.